Jupiter, but not a lot. And it kind of stopped there, and I went back home and continued on with my life. And the ones that I probably can think if they have a relationship with the Lord, because Scripture says, by your fruit, people can tell. And I have a lot of family members who have stinky fruit. So I kind of know, kind of a thought where they might be. In. But I, didn't do, I don't do nothing about it. I don't call them. I don't send them letters. I don't send them email. I don't say, you know, I'm worried about your salvation. Let alone our neighbors and the people, again, in our sphere of influence. Now, we're pleasant. We're good. And we probably take them to the doctor or do something for them if, 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 we, if we needed to. But do we care about where they're going to end up? Do we really look at having an influence and a witness and a testimony to the person who does not know who Jesus Christ is? There's a lot of young people, again, that have never walked into a church before. They have no idea what a church is even about, what it looks like, what it's for. That's why I believe we are called, as God's people, to give a rip, to go next door, to call our friend, friends and our family and, and just say, you know what, I, I, I'm going to do everything I can to introduce Jesus to you. I'm going to go out of my way where even if there's roadblocks, even if there's Pharisees and teachers of the law who are sitting in my way to bring someone, I'm going to find a way to get them to Jesus. Because this wasn't an easy task for these guys. They actually physically had to pick him up, take him across town, and when they got there, again, it says right here, the first ones in that room were the Pharisees and teachers. They were sitting there scrutinizing and wondering what Jesus was doing. And they were in the way of actually bringing someone to Jesus to be healed. But they didn't stop there. It could have been real easy just to turn around and go home, wouldn't it? It would have been real easy just to say, you know what, forget it. I'm not, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to take him back home because he's been paralyzed for his whole life. So he's not any worse off than he was before. But they didn't do that. They carried him up on the roof. And it says they, 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 they took away tiles on the roof. It wasn't a matter that they went up there and there was a skylight and they dropped them down. They actually had to dig through this and pull the tiles off and the mud and the, and the gunk. They cared enough about him and his healing to give her it. We're going to get this guy down there before Jesus because we care about him. And we think, well, we don't have that much influence. Everyone has their own relationship with God. And they do. But it's our job to put them in the path of that. 1 Thessalonians 2, 7 through 8. It says, Instead, we were like young children among you. Just as a, a nursing mother cares for her children, so we cared for you. Because we loved you so much, we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our life as well. Are you sharing your life? Are you sharing your life with your neighbors, your friends, your family, the people around you? Are you showing them exactly who you are, the witness that you can be? We saw that picture of Jeff praying with that young lady in the dumps. She received Jesus Christ that, that day. And, and, and the language wasn't even there. Now, when he prayed with, with her, uh, we had someone to interpret. But it was showing the love. 
and, and giving her some food and taking some, some clothing to her and her kids because she's the mother of Jocelyn. That's a little girl who's all kind of raggedy that was in that picture. That's my adopted granddaughter. I pay for her schooling every year and, and the different things that she needs and I try to give things to her family. And, and, uh, and, and Jeff brought some stuff for the, for the mom and dad and, and the kids too. And she was just overwhelmed with the love of Jesus. And Jeff speaks enough Spanish where he was able to say that Jesus loves you. And, 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 and she said, I want him in my heart. I want him. And, and so he prayed with her. So you never know exactly who you're going to influence, who you're going to, who you're going to impact with the word, who, who actually looks at you and says, you know what? It's not just the gospel that you're sharing, but it's sharing your life with us. It's being a part of us. It's being a part of them. And as we do that, as we care about these people, and we're bringing them in, in the presence of God, God's going to do His work. Amen? God does His work. We don't have to do His work. He basically says that we are to water and plant. We are plant and water and, and nurture the seed. And God what, does what? He'll bring the increase. He'll take care of what He needs to do. We don't have to save anyone because we can't. But we help with people find the path to go where they need to go. That's why we have scripture. That's why we have church. That's why we have relationships with people. To actually help them get a path with, to find who Jesus is. And not let anything get in our way. I always look at like looking at things as what if. What if money was an object? What if time was an object? What if what if all these things were were hindrances to actually reaching someone for Jesus Christ? We have a job to do. We have to do whatever it takes to reach people for Christ. To care about them. To lift them up. And I think maybe that first step is to pray for them. Just start praying for those people you know. And I'm going to encourage you to put those names in that jug in the back because I, I, I pray over that a couple times a week. And I'm going to ask you guys to do that too because if there's people that we're praying for, that's our project. I mean, if there's people in there, God will do, the, again, His work. He just wants us to be praying, lifting up, and, and, and gathering people. This next weekend is a great time to invite someone. You know, these events are, have, have purpose to it that we're doing. Friends Day had purpose to it. It actually had you say, hey, I got some friends, I'm going to invite them and have them be a part of our church. Most people don't walk into church for the very first time because why? They haven't been invited. Nobody invited them. Nobody said, hey, come over and sit with me. Be a part of church. Do the things that I'm doing for the day. Why? Because I care about you. I'm not going to do anything besides help you get in the presence and you can decide from there. But nobody even can have an option. And again, I have kids that say that. You know, I want, I want my kids to make that decision when they get older. If they want God or not, if they want church or not. And what I tell them is, how can it be a choice if you don't even put it before them? It's not a choice. It's not an option. That option isn't even on the table. What they do is they grow up with the understanding that they don't need to, need to come to church, that they don't need a Savior in their life. We need to at least put it before the people we love and care about. Again, some of the hardest ones that we can reach is our family. 
Sometimes that's the hardest ones. And again, it has nothing to do with how many butts in the pew we can get. It's how many souls we can get in heaven. That's the main goal. Because I don't care if they come here or not. If they if they say, you know what, I'd rather go to the other church or one over in Rockville or, or Crawfordville or wherever, I don't care as long as they go. But if we're not helping dig that path for them and do everything we can to hear God, it's not an option. Jesus has the power. It says that in here. He has the power to forgive. He has the power to tell someone to get up and walk. He has the power to empower us. Again, reach on that Holy Spirit power, that dunamis power that God has given us here in this world to do His work. I'm excited about where we are and where we're going. I mean, we, we have different opportunity and, 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 and we're doing it. I mean, I, 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 you know, I love the heart of this church and the people here. And I'm going to say today, don't give up. Don't stop. Keep pushing. There's a lot of things in our way. But we're going to dig through it. I want you to think about how hard it is in this world today. The decline in, in church attendance alone is stable. So for us to sit back and say, man, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to re rejuvenate this church and we're gonna try to get a, all, all kinds of people coming to this church, it's not gonna happen on our own. But I'll guarantee you this, when we sit here and this church is full someday, we can sit back and say, Look what God Because it's only by his power it's gonna happen. We're just tools, we're just we're, we're just people who are, are, are either willing or not willing to do his work and to reach people. Again, he says, you reach, I'll take care of the rest. You reach, I'll take care of the rest. I mean, over and over and over again in Scripture, is basically go and get the people. Go and compel them. Get them in my church. I'll do the rest. And that's the exciting part of the gospel. Jesus died for who? Everyone. Everyone. We don't have an exclusive here, guys. This salvation is for anyone who calls upon the Lord. And that's who we need to reach. Again, I'm looking forward to the, the time when our church looks different, smells different, acts different than what it does today. Because I think we're ready. And I think we're ones who are going to help carry people to the roof and help them drop down in front of people. We're going to do whatever it takes to do that. But I want you to think about your sphere of influence. The people that are in your life, the ones that you have contact with weekly, daily sometimes. What are you doing to bring them to Jesus? To be healed? To help salvation? I hope you're doing whatever it takes. I'm not saying you're not. I'm just saying... Are you? It's a question. I don't need hands this morning. Do you remember who I told you I preached to first when I do a message? Me. I don't know if I'm doing everything it takes. 
right this minute. But through God's word and through prayer, he's telling me, I need to do a better job. I need to take some, some steps in order to have that impact in my influence, my sphere of influence. Because to be honest, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get on my kids the way I need to. I don't get on my grandkids the way I need to. Evie, Jacob's daughter, is probably one of my biggest influences right now. She's, she's, she's over at the church in, in Union City, and she's, she's, she's working the soundboard. That's like your daddy did. Um, but she's at church. She's at youth group. She's doing what she needs to. Not because there's someone there telling her she has to get there and do it all the time, but because she has taken it on. Now, why? She's watched her dad. She's watched some of the people in her life. She's, she's seen the things that are important to get where she needs to go. And she's gathering her kids, her friends, and the people around her. And that's what I want to do. I want to I wanna do that. I don't want to just walk out the door and not do what God's told me to do. I don't want to walk by the playground and, and there's kids playing out there and I don't go and invite them to, to come and hear who Jesus Christ is. I don't want to walk by my neighbors anymore and, 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 and wonder, are they going to church? Are they not? Are they living without hope this Sunday morning? Because I can look in, in my area here and say, wow, I wonder where these people are going this morning. Do they have a church family? More than anything, are they going to hell? And my heart needs a break for those people, just like God's does. I can't sit back no more and say, well, somebody might reach them. Guess who that someone needs to be? Us. So take it on yourself this, this week, and, 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 and I do. I pray that you, you make, a, make a change in your life and in, in your thinking and in your way of doing things and in your witness and your walk to say, you know what? I care about my neighbor. I care about my kids. I care about my nieces, my nephews, my, 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 the people in my community, the people that I work with, the people that, that I do life with. I care if they go to hell or not. I care if I, I get to heaven and they're not there. That's all, that's all Jesus is asking. Just care enough. Just care enough. Not just with the gospel, but with your lives. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this morning and your word. Father, I, pray, I, I thank you for the conviction, at least in my life this morning, in this week as I stood.